You are listening to the Slow Living Podcast, and I'm your host, Stephanie O'Day. What if I told you that you could truly have the life of your dreams, the life you've always wanted, one filled with abundance, joy, and a sense of purpose? It's absolutely possible, and I see it each and every day with my coaching clients. It all starts with learning how to slow down. You deserve to live the life you've always dreamt about. Let's get started. All right. I am happy that you're here, and we are going to talk about the first step to living a slow life. So in our introductory episode, I talked about that there's five steps to what I've decided is living the life of your dreams and living a slow life. And so we went over them, and today we're going to dive into the first one in a little bit more detail. So the five steps are number one, we're going to declutter everything. Two, know where you're headed. Set your GPS. Three, surround yourself with positivity and stay in a grateful state as much as you can. Number four, take action daily. So tiny little baby steps, 10-minute chunks, totally fine. Baby steps forward are still steps forward. And number five is tweak and fine-tune as needed and as necessary in order to keep going. So I've been thinking a little bit of what to call you guys. So on my slow cooker email list, I, I call people slow cookerers. And so I was kind of quizzing my kids and I'm like, so what do I call them? Are they like slow downers, the slow society? And then they're like, no, you can't call them the slow society. So maybe we will do the slow down society. So let me know if you think that's a good name or not. And then I also will drop it into the show notes, but I have a sort of word cloud of the slow living manifesto or the slow living kind of mantra and and kind of like a pledge to slow living that you can print out. And there's an ink friendly version that's sort of grayscale and then also a more colorful version. But I have it framed in my office here, and it's just sort of reminding me to calm down and and to go slow and and to realize that life is not a race. We're all going to end up in the same place anyway. So take your time. Methodically plan out how you're going to have your days look, how you're going to have your week, your month, your year. And, and just quietly and, and methodically move towards that. Life is not a race. And so I want to share a, a little bit of a story. When we first moved to this particular neighborhood, there was this lady, and she was an older lady, and I don't know her name. I actually didn't ever get a chance to know her or even speak to her. I had little kids at the time and I was pushing them around in a stroller and she was on the other side of the street. And I I think colloquially in the neighborhood, people sort of kept away from her because they thought maybe she was a a little 
little nuts or, or crazy or off her rocker or any of the things that looking back on it are not nice in any way to think about of another human. And it's actually kind of embarrassing to say that out loud because I don't know, Steph of 15 years ago was not as evolved as Steph of today. So I'm a little embarrassed that I didn't take the time to get to know her. That said, she'd come out in the morning in kind of this house coat and it was kind of a faded old house coat and she had curlers in her hair. It wasn't a shower cap, maybe maybe it was a hairnet, but something on top of the curlers. And she had a handwritten sign and she would wave it at the cars that were driving fast up and down this hill. And, and the hill happened to be a, a thoroughfare to get from one freeway to the next. And it's in a suburban neighborhood and there were other ways to get to the freeway, but this happened to be a, a pretty popular route. And, and so cars would race by. And so she would wave her handwritten sign at the cars. And this sign said, slow the blankety blank down. And she wrote out that word <laughs> in large letters and, and would hold this sign and just sort of wave at it. And at first, I think cars took notice and, and would slow down. But after a while, they just sort of ignored her. And I think about her and, and this sign sort of pops in my head here and there, especially when I'm walking in the morning and cars are buzzing by and, I, and I'm just aware that all of these people and all of these places and all of these houses are just going through their day rushing. And it's not a nice feeling to feel like you're behind and to feel like you have to race towards whatever it is that you're going and, and just racing, racing, racing. And, and a lot of it has to do with, with time management. And I teach an awful lot about time management. I happen to have a, a group coaching course called Simple Shortcuts to Peace. And in it, I teach the concept of the peace pyramid. And if you sort of can envision a pyramid in your mind, that bottom level and, and the layer, the very first component that I teach is time management. And then next is health and finances. And then the level on top of that is household organization and all of the relationships. And then the, the tiny little triangle piece at the very top of the pyramid is peace. Because the fact is, is, is you can't have this kind of calm, collected, tranquil feeling of peace if the other components in your pyramid aren't in place. You're not going to feel calm if your relationships are a mess. You're not going to feel calm and at peace if you know that you're not taking care of your health and you're, you're actually on a road to not a very good place because you're not taking the time to put your health, either physical or mental, because it's all the same, in place. And, and so that's what I teach. Today, we're going to talk about what I mean when I say to declutter everything. And you can look at that sort of metaphoric Peace pyramid, you can declutter your time management, declutter your health, declutter your relationships, declutter any, declutter your household, declutter anything that's no longer serving you. What is it? Marie Kondo is, is super crazy famous. And, and she talks about 
paying attention to the things in your life and the physical things and only keeping the things that spark joy. She actually has you go through all of your clothes and all of your books and all of your DVDs and all of the things and only keeping the things that spark joy. And so that's sort of the the actual physical things in your life. And, and absolutely, if you're living in clutter and you're feeling uncomfortable, I want you to do that. But I also want you to pay attention and declutter the metaphorical things that aren't serving you, the, the stuff in your brain, the acquaintances, the relationships, the email lists, all of the things that are taking up brain space. If it's not necessary, just get rid of it. Just declutter it and, and don't think badly. You're, you're certainly not hurting anybody's feelings if you unsubscribe for their email list. Turn off the TV. Maybe stop watching the news. If the news is not serving your soul, get rid of it. I can't imagine that the news is sparking joy in your life. So I like to kind of bring everything back to the simplicity of a preschool classroom. Before I had kids of my own, I ran preschool centers for for disadvantaged children. And one of these centers happened to actually be housed in a homeless shelter. And I got my start setting up preschool classrooms, running preschool classrooms. I taught parenting classes. So so a lot of what I teach now to my coaching clients, I happen to be a a certified master life coach, which means that I, I teach primarily women and moms how to be their own best version of themselves. And we do this by going through the peace pyramid, but then also taking charge and paying attention to who they want to be and and how to move towards that kind of end goal. And the very first step is to cut out all of the things that don't serve you and declutter. So in my Clean Less, Play More book, I, I talk about... Um, prom and prom is an acronym, although you can totally like go for it and, and put on your prom dress and, and your prom dress very well. If, if you are decluttering very well, might be a house coat, the slow down lady on the hill, or maybe it's an apron for me. Actually, it's this Abercrombie and Fitch flannel. I got, oh my gosh, let's see probably back in 94 or 95, but it is the most comfortable flannel of all times. And it has a lovely pocket and it's just super soft. And that happens to be my quote unquote prom dress. And that's what I I wear. And and I cover my clothes when I'm, I'm cleaning house or I'm proming, but prom is an acronym and the P stands for purge. And then it's remove, organize, and maintain. And that's what you need to do as you're, as you're going through your daily schedule, through your house, through your drawers, and just sort of paying attention to the things that no longer serve you and just prom them, purge, remove, then organize what's left and then continuously maintain. Are you wondering if you're on the right path? Are you secretly worried that you are forgetting to put your own needs and wants first while you raise your family? What if I told you it is not too late and you really could have the dream life you've always wanted 
and all it would take is a few tweaks to your mindset. Each week, I have a few open slots for free coaching calls. Together, we can decipher your most challenging mindset block and clear it away so you can live out the life you've always wanted. You can sign up at stephanieoday.com forward slash mindset. You should hurry because I'm not sure how long I'm going to have this available for free and I'd hate for you to miss out. The URL again is stephanieoday.com forward slash mindset. So we know that there's the prom method and I had talked about the preschool classroom and and why I sort of bring everything back to the preschool classroom. One, because that happens to be my background is, is I ran preschool centers. But two, I think everyone has been inside of one and understands how they're laid out and how they work. And the fact is, is there is a place for absolutely everything. And that's because you've got a group of 24, two to five-year-olds who need to clean up and they need to put the things back where they belong. So you've got a bin for blocks and you are not commingling the the matchbox cars with the blocks. This is where the blocks go. This is where the books go. And I want you to think about that when it comes to the places in your house and also the places in your day-to-day time schedule. Everything has a place and and you're trying to create boundaries in your life and and you're trying to keep things where they belong and where they go. And especially when it comes to women and to moms, we are born multitaskers and there's really nothing wrong with that. And I don't want you to beat yourself up in any way. It's very difficult to be in a business meeting and glance at a clock and realize it's 12.15 and not have the thought that, oh, my 14-year-old just left fifth period and is now headed to lunch. That is okay. That's real life and that's being a full-fledged human is is to have all of these different thoughts. And, And so do not beat yourself up when it comes to multitasking in that way. But I do think that compartmentalizing as much as possible and in, in keeping the blocks in the block bin and the books in the book area will be helpful when you're sort of planning your day-to-day. And one of the metaphors that I like to use is, it actually came from Stephen Covey in his Seven Habits of Highly Successful Person book is if you're looking at your life and in your day-to-day as an empty jar and and laid out in front of you. So imagine like you have this assignment and you have this empty jar and you have really large rocks and then you've got a handful of pebbles and then you have a pile of sand and you have been instructed to get everything into this jar that you can. And when you look at it, you realize if you start with the sand and if you start with the pebbles, there's not going to be room for the big rocks. And in the only way you can fill this jar is to start with the big rocks. And so for most of us, our big rocks are our health, mental and physical health, our immediate family, our spouse, our children, 
And then perhaps, probably for a lot of us, it's um, money, how you're going to get food on the table, how you're going to save for retirement. And so if you have those three big rocks and you know that you're serving them each and every day, no matter what, you're serving your health, you are taking care of yourself, you're scheduling me time, you're taking care of your family, you're paying attention to their wants and needs, and then you have a legitimate way to make money. And, and, I, and I say legitimate only because when I was trying to find a way to work from home, I, I used the word legitimate pretty often in that I, I didn't want to do anything scammy. So whenever I say money, the, the term legitimate always sort of magnetically attracts to it. But, but most, most people have a day job and that's absolutely legitimate. So if, if your, your big rocks are money, family, and health, and you need to get them into your jar, each and every day, no matter what. And then you've got your pebbles, you've got your acquaintances, your coworkers, your own parents, your in-laws, different things like that. And then sand is peripheral filler. It's watching TV, it's the news, it's all of the the little day-to-day nuances that have to happen. And you don't really need to schedule those in. They're gonna find a way to fill in the cracks no matter what. But I think a lot of people go through their day firefighting and they forget to put the big rocks in the jar first and they forget to pay themselves first, schedule in the self-care time and schedule in the connection time with all of the important people in their immediate family. And they're neglecting their health. And instead of proactively trying to plan out what they're going to eat or what time they're going to go to bed at night to put their health first, that's sort of shoved aside on the back burner. So then all of a sudden they didn't plan for it and you're driving through the fast food lane and things like that. But but paying attention to those big rocks and, and literally decluttering everything else is the best way that you can purposefully live a slow life where you're proud of yourself and and you're excited and you do climb into bed feeling like you've got this and you know where you're headed and, and you really are living out the life that you've set out to. And that doesn't mean that you can't continuously dream of more and more. That's not what I'm getting at. I don't want you to feel as if you are settling in any way. I'm a big dreamer. I have wild and crazy dreams and I have lists all over the place and and I'm very type A, but I also want to feel calm and at peace. And in order to do that, I've got to pay myself first in terms of my health and, and my family and doing the things that I know serves them rather than trying to do 150 bazillion things at once to make all of these other people happy and feeling like I'm in firefighting mode. That is not calm and that is not tranquil. I think we have really sort of gotten to the point where we know what that number one step is of decluttering. If you have any questions or comments, I would love to hear your feedback. Email me or leave me a voicemail. You can find all of that information at stephanieoday.com forward slash podcast. I'm happy you're here. If you found value in this, please share with others. 
leave a review, subscribe, do all of those things. But I will talk to you next time. And we're going to talk about setting your GPS and figuring out where it is you're going and, and not just sort of feeling like you're on the hamster wheel of life. You need to really figure out where it is you want to be in three years, five years, 10 years, 15 years, what your retirement is going to look like, and then set that GPS and move towards it. So we're going to talk about that next time. So have a great day. And remember, we are, what is it we decided? We are the slow down society and we are in this together. Thanks so much. Do you have a slow living story to share? Leave me a voicemail at stephanieoday.com forward slash podcast with any questions, comments, feedback, or testimonials, and I will be sure to include it in an upcoming episode. Also, if you found value in this episode, please share it with your family and friends and subscribe through your favorite podcast provider. The more you share, comment, and leave positive reviews, the more people we can reach and share the slow living lifestyle and messaging. Thank you, Slow Down Society, and have an absolutely wonderful day.